0: What's going on, everybody? So thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of the Urban Misfit Show. I want to do something a little bit different and just do a solo episode this week because there's a lot of questions that we've gotten and a lot of things that I just don't talk about on the business end. Um, So for those of you that don't know, I'm the CEO of Urban Misfit Ventures. We are a storytelling company and then we also own an events company on the side as well. So it's been a lot of fun. We are one of Milwaukee's fastest growing companies and we're, we're learning a ton and meeting so many amazing people. So I do want to just dive into these questions. First one is... Did you always know that you wanted to be an entrepreneur and just like straight out of that, like, I think a lot of entrepreneurs have the tendency to say, yeah, like I, I was selling this at a young age. I was hustling. I was always doing these things. And I think a lot of us did do those things. And for me, like I, I didn't know that I wanted to own a business. I didn't know that I wanted to be an entrepreneur. I was always a writer. And then later in my life, I was a musician. So I knew that I didn't want to have that traditional job, but I didn't think that I would be an entrepreneur because it was nothing that it was, it wasn't something that was cool back then. It wasn't something that I was thinking about then. It wasn't something that I even knew that was possible back then. So no, I did not always think that I wanted to be an entrepreneur. It's something that, um, came up for me, like, uh, maybe like right as college was ending for me. And I remember like, there was one of my, one of my buddies was, um, he came to Milwaukee, but he was an entrepreneur based out of Virginia. And he, really got me into tech. And that's when I discovered virtual reality and augmented reality and IOT and all these things. And I realized that this existed. And that's when I really, really, really dove into, okay, this is what I want to accomplish in my lifetime. So no, I did not always think that I wanted to be an entrepreneur. And I don't think that you have to think that to be a successful entrepreneur some of the most successful entrepreneurs I know are just people that something happened and then they decided that they were going to make that shift. They decided that they were going to pivot. And I think that's something that happens a lot. So don't worry if, um, if you don't think you're cut out for it now, like sometimes just try and go see if it is for you. Now, the question that I got is how did I find my passion? So I'm super passionate about storytelling, super passionate about people and technology. And for me, like going into college again, I was a musician and I was a writer and that was pretty much it. I my major literally 17 times. And I always beat myself up for not knowing what I was passionate about. I always beat myself up for not knowing where I wanted to go and what I wanted to do with my life. And I do think that's a common theme for students or for people in college, just because like when you're young, like you, I don't think you should know what you're going to do. I think like even when you're older, most people don't know what they want to do. And that's okay. So for me, I discovered those three things, what I was passionate about by failing and experimenting and, and learning what I like to do. And again, that's people, that's storytelling, that's technology. And that's what I'm obsessed with, that intersection. But I found that from failure and experimenting. So I'd say if you're struggling to find that, just go explore and go dabble and go try new things because that's where you're going to learn about yourself. Take that time to get to know yourself, just like you would if you were like dating somebody else. Take that time to get to know yourself, figure out what you're good at, what you love, who you like to be around, and then you'll discover that passion. But it's not something that you should rush. Um, Another question that we got here is why LinkedIn? Um, So for me specifically, like at that time, like um, I was. I'd been struggling, my first startup had just failed and I was struggling to scale, like struggling to really just make any money with my first agency. Um, and I was introduced to LinkedIn from one of my buddies, Nathan Harris, who's a big mentor of mine now. I um, and just absolutely killing it with his startup right now. Just got half a million funding and is traveling the world. And he's an incredible, incredible dude. Um, but he introduced me to this guy named Josh Fetcher who transformed everything that's happening on LinkedIn right now. And I got to meet this guy in person and I walk up to him like, dude, like I love everything that you're doing, I love, how innovative you've been. And the first thing he said to me was unfollow him. And he said, it's our job as innovators. It's our job as marketers and storytellers to look at everything going on around us and treat it like it's black and white TV. And it's our job to create color television. And I love that. And that night I went home and I unfollowed him and i made my videos. And from there, like 30,000 views, 50,000 views, 100,000, a million. And I kept growing, but it's because I really, really stood out and people make fun of me now. Like, Hey Q, like we're on Instagram, we're on Snapchat, we're on YouTube and you're on LinkedIn. And it's not a cool platform, but I stuck with it because that's where the money is. That's where the decision makers are. That's where the C-suites are and the people that I was targeting. So that's why I'm on LinkedIn. I will say though, that like People tend to obsess over the medium obsess over how other people have been able to achieve that. And when they go to do it, like it's it's too late. It's definitely not too late to succeed on LinkedIn right now, but it's not too late to succeed on any platform, but stop obsessing over the medium and just go where the people that you're targeting, the people that you're trying to reach are. Go create content, go have conversations on those platforms or in those spaces or in those networks because that's where they are already. So go where your um, target audience is or where your target audience will be. And for me, that was LinkedIn. And it completely revolutionized my business and it helped me launch the company that we're building now. And now again, we are one of Milwaukee's fastest growing startups. And it's it's been incredible and it's been fun. But LinkedIn was a medium for us to be able to accomplish that, at least initially. Um so my greatest strength, um, I've got a question here. My greatest strength, um, I would say is just one, it's either my ability to look at someone, look at people and pull out their strengths, or just the fact that I don't think that I am uber talented. I don't think that I'm special and I just have a tendency to do things. I like to get shit done and I like to do. And again, like I worked really, really hard because I've always had to in my life. I was never a great musician, I was never a great athlete, but I was able to accomplish great things because I worked harder than other people. And I've taken that same mindset and applied that to entrepreneurship now. So I would say one of my greatest strengths is just not believing that I am special. Because then in turn, that turns into me putting in extra work and putting in extra effort and helping my team do the same. So my greatest strength, I would say, is just doing and, and making things happen. Um, something that I don't talk about a lot, and I've got another question here, but something that I don't talk about, um, a lot of people say like, Hey, like misfits, you guys are awesome. Um, but like, you're not actually working. You're not actually doing work. You guys just have fun all the time. Oh, you get to travel. Oh, you get to, um, meet all these interesting people. You guys don't have to work. And that is like complete, like one, it's like partly our fault because like on social media, like you see the highlight reel, but it's, we also try to highlight the negative things, but it's definitely, definitely a lot of work. It doesn't matter what you're seeing on the other side. it You're never, ever getting that full picture. Any creator, any YouTuber, any Instagrammer that is successful and actually making money on that platform, yes, they're probably having fun, but there's probably a shit, there's definitely a shit ton of effort and hours and tears and blood and sweat that go into that, that you're just not seeing. So yes, we're traveling. Yes, we're meeting awesome people. Yes, we're creating things and building a dream, but it's also a lot of work. It's also a lot of numbers. We've got founders that are losing their hair because they're dealing with numbers and there's so much stress. You're now responsible for employees and their livelihood. So there's a lot of things that go into building a business or building a brand that a lot of people don't see. Um, like trolls, right? Like uh, people not paying on time, taxes, like just not knowing the right things and not knowing when to do things. There's a lot of stress and there's a lot of things that people don't see. They typically just see parts of the story. You're always just going to see parts of the story. So just keep that in mind. If you are planning to go into business or even if you're just planning to build your personal brand, invest in that personal brand, there's a lot of things that you don't see. So don't compare where you are with somebody else's highlight reel because there's a lot of stuff that you just don't see. And there's a lot of like (laughs) um, entrepreneurship. It's just not it's not easy and it is stressful. And again, we have founders that are literally losing their hair because there's a lot of stress with that. But then again, that stress in that negative, like the upside outweighs at every single time because it's amazing one of my favorite things is just like knowing that like um, we decided to do this and now people apply to jobs for us people like reach out from la and new york city and mexico and all these different places to work with urban misadventures which is freaking incredible like saying that we built something that other people want to be a part of. That's just something that I'll always, always cherish. Um, and that outweighs the negative that outweighs the hair loss and the stress and the late nights all day, every day. But that's just something to keep in mind. There's a lot of things that people don't see and there always will be when it comes to just building a brand or building a business. Um, another question we got here is so balance in my personal life in the beginning of my entrepreneurial journey and then how that's progressed, um, as, as my career has also progressed. So I'd say balance for me, like when I first started my virtual reality startup and later into the agency, um, it was absolutely no balance. Like I wasn't eating, I wasn't exercising. I lost like 20, 30 pounds, um, coming out of like collegiate track and then just straight into entrepreneurship, um, after college and wasn't really talking to people, didn't really have a network. It was just work head down work. And there was definitely value in that, I definitely learned a lot about myself. I definitely lost a lot of relationships, which helped me like curate my network and make that smaller and make that tighter and make that more valuable and more aligned with my vision. But there was no real Balance for me, um, and now, like if I look at my life, like I've got my morning routines. I'm typically up in the morning. Like I'll I'll go lift three times a week, um, and I'm really really trying to focus on my health and really that balance because ultimately I can't be I can't be a successful entrepreneur if I don't take care of myself, if I don't take care of my mind, if I don't take care of my body. Um, some things that have really really helped me, I would say one is meditation. I used to think it was just like this weird thing that I would see on TV or just like weird people would do. But um, I find that the busier I get, the more time I need to spend with meditation because like it calms me down and it helps me be more focused and more alert and I get better rest and I'm able to have better conversations and I'm more sharp because I'm taking care of my mind. Another thing, just reading and listening to podcasts. So every, every morning I either walk or run my dog to my office and then every night I walk or run my dog back or if I don't have them with me, I'll just go back myself. But I listen to podcasts on that way on double speed, um, slower. If I'm trying to like, um, listen to like myself speaking or something like that, but typically on double speed and I'm able to consume a lot of information. And I think, um, in Alan Gannett, I heard him speak. He's an entrepreneur based out of DC right now. Um, and he's an author like bestselling New York times, bestselling author, um, amazing, amazing dude, but he wrote the creative curve and something in there like the premise of the book essentially is that every genius um, across time and every genius now essentially, what sets them apart is that they consume a lot, but they also create a lot. And I think a lot of people either focus on one or the other. There's got to be those both. So my company, um, one of our companies is a storytelling company, right? We're creating a lot and we've got our personal brands, everybody. We're creating a lot of content, but we're also consuming a lot of content. We're also watching and listening to other podcasts and watching and listening to other creators and going to speeches and, and reading books and all these different things. So we're creating and consuming. And I think a lot of people get stuck in, okay, I'm just going to consume a lot. I'm going to watch Netflix. I'm going to watch Hulu. I'm going to binge on YouTube, but then they don't create on the backside. And then again, there's a lot of people that just create, 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 but they don't consume. Um, So that's another habit that's helped me just consuming and creating a lot. Another thing, just doing what I find Makes me happy. Like, I like to write and I like to play video games. And of course, there's other things in there, but I used to beat myself up for wanting to play video games because I'm like, that's not time efficient. Like, I could be doing other things. But then again, like, I'm more efficient because I'm doing something I love and I love my business. But again, it's good to take that step away. So, those are things that have helped me and kind of how I've progressed as I started my first company and then second, and then now into the third. Um, Taking care of myself and that balance is key. Um, Another thing I would add is just, surrounding myself with mentors and amazing people and humans that have done the things that I want to do or people that I would trade places with because that's where the value comes from right like I'm I'm turning 25 like this upcoming weekend I, I don't know everything, right? This is technically my third company, but this is the first company that's um, actually successful and we're bringing on people. So this is the first time that I've ever done this. So surrounding myself with people that are doing it, have done it or are about to do it helps me tremendously and people that I would actually trade places with because I'm able to get a lot of value from that. But then again, I'm also able to bring them a lot of value because of what I'm learning and what I've done as well. So those are some things that have helped me and how I've just kind of transformed over the years. Um, another question, bad habits that I've developed and how have I overcome those? So again, like tying back into, um, who I was before and like who I'm becoming. Like I was a collegiate athlete and a lot of focus was on my body and a lot of focus was on my mind. How can I optimize my body? How can I optimize my mind? Because they both have to work in tandem and they both have to be effective in working proficiently, um, in order to win the competition. And that's something that I just completely neglected during year one and year two of entrepreneurship, because again, I wasn't eating, I wasn't exercising. It was just business, 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 because I had to survive. So that's a terrible, terrible habit that I'm trying to just um, rework right now, ways that I have combated like bad habits is by focusing on building good habits. And I think a lot of people underestimate habits. Um, if you haven't already, like I would read the power of habit incredible book. Um, and I think like 95, 98% of what we do is a habit. So definitely look at what you're doing, what are your habits? And if you can control those, you're going to be effective. So for me, I think initially I started with, um, okay, I'm just going to shoot a video every day for 365 days straight. That's one habit. But then from that one habit, it turned into another habit. Okay, now I'm going to shoot a video every day, but also I'm going to edit a video every day. And then it turned into something else. Okay, now I'm shooting and editing, but damn, I need more content. I'm going to go meet someone every day. And it just kept snowballing. And eventually I kept growing. But because of that one habit that I decided to control, a lot of the other bad habits that I built around that um, just kind of fell off. So I've combated bad habits with focusing on building good habits around that. Um, but right now, something that I'm just crazy, crazy focus on is just my health. Because again, I want to accomplish a lot of things and I can't do that. If my mind isn't right, I can't do that if my body isn't right. So, um, those are some things that I have combated. Um, another thing I have is how to manage negative emotions. Um, so I think a lot of people here just, a lot of people, for that specifically, neglect what you would consider negative emotions, right? The anger, the anxiety, the fear, um, things like that. We neglect that and we hold on to happiness. We hold on to joy. We want to feel the good things, but we don't want to feel the bad things. And the way that we work, um, like literally, I would not be where I am today if I didn't go through those bad things. I wouldn't be where I am today if I didn't go through those experiences. We have all of our emotions for a reason. I was able to get through my first year of entrepreneurship through all the shitty things because like I was angry, which is probably not healthy in the long run, but it allowed me to get through that in the short term. Um, We have all of our emotions for the reason. So I would say if you want to manage your emotions better, allow yourself to feel them. Right? Like you're angry, buy a punching bag, go work out your angry or go talk. Go work out your anger, go talk to someone. Um, If you're anxious, figure out why. Go talk to someone. If you're sad, fucking cry. Um, Fear, like fear has pushed me in so many different ways. Like um, being afraid that we're not going to make enough money, I'm going to go fucking sell. Being afraid that I'm going to lose in this competition, that pushes me to run faster, that pushes me to jump further. Like all of our emotions, we have them for a reason. So you have to allow yourself to feel those. And that's something that I've, I've just, given myself permission to do because I used to be the same way. I can't be angry. I can't be sad. I've got to be a man, all these different things. So just allow yourself to feel those negative emotions because we have them for a reason and they will just amplify the good ones when that's time. So allow yourself to feel, <laughs> I would say that's the biggest thing. Um, another thing on here, like, um, sales, right? Like sales make a lot of people uncomfortable. Um, and I, totally do not have a sales background. I come from marketing and technology and just music background. Um, And then one of our, one of our co-founders just straight sales. And then now another one of our co-founders is getting more into sales and um, it's something that he hasn't done before. Um, But what I want to say to that is like, again, like I didn't literally probably said like I didn't really speak like for the first 18 years of my life. I didn't really have any friends. I just like wrote and um, played music. And then when I started my business, I had to go sell. I had to make money. I had to survive, so I had to sell. And it's just something that I learned along the way. And I think if you're going to start something, don't be afraid of that because you're going to get good at it. So long as you do it more. So start taking medium. Start taking taking meetings. Um, go meet for coffee. Go talk to people and get comfortable pitching yourself pitching your services pitching your team whatever that is for you it's just something that comes over time if you didn't come from that sales background don't worry about it so long as you have that passion and you actually believe in what you're selling you're going to be fine but it comes over time um so my favorite story um this is one of the last questions i have on here my favorite story um i've got a couple i've got a couple um i would say number one one of them not necessarily a story, but the way that they go about telling the story, I would say is Blizzard Entertainment. Um, And they've just done a a great job with all of their games. But one specifically that I want to touch on is Overwatch. And they do such a good job. It's a video game, but they've got comics for these characters they've got shorts for these characters they've got this tumblr um, fan base that creates more stories and shorts for these characters and all of their characters have this relatable design and this backstory this incredible intricate backstory that contributes to the overarching story of overwatch um, they do such an amazing job and i've tried to implement those same things into our company um, how can we get people to care about our employees which then Transitions to caring about our venture, caring about our company. They do an amazing, amazing, amazing job just telling telling a story and making sure things connect and getting people to care and reaching their actual audience and a broad audience. Another thing I would say is Game of Thrones. Um, Game of Thrones is like one of my favorite one of my favorite series. I haven't read all the books, but. Um, incredible, incredible, incredible series and so intricate and so long, but yet people still consume it. People still watch, people still read, people know all these characters, backstories, even though there's so much of them. And a lot of movies, a lot of TV shows like to water things down. Game of Thrones gives you everything. And then again, everything connects. So they do an incredible, he does an incredible job of telling a story. And that's one of my favorite like series. Um, Lastly, I would say Harry Potter. And again, same reasons, just incredible storytelling, incredible, <laughs> incredible world. Um, so those, I would say those are my favorite and, uh, maybe some brands that do it well and people that do it well, I would say Nike. Um, the rock is incredible. Will Smith. Um, those are some things that I would recommend checking out, but totally Harry Potter, game of Thrones and overwatch just things that I'm taking immediate inspiration from now. So um, those are just some questions. We wanna do this more and we wanna do it with all of our founders and maybe all of our team members as well. So um, as we continue to interview people, like totally feel free to give us feedback. If you don't like something, let us know. If you do, let us know. If you want somebody on the show, let us know. Shoot us a message. We listen and we look at everything that people send us. And again, if you like what you see, totally, it would just mean the world to us if you could leave a review on iTunes, um, subscribe on YouTube, but I appreciate all of you guys. And again, if you have any questions for us, feel free to send them out, but peace.